Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Did you think this was a burlesque show? You were like, why aren't they stripping? Yeah, it's fine. Um, uh, okay. Oh, oh, I forgot. I did actually have something for the half time, which is that I saw... No, 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 Where's Baston? He was training in the jungle. Bobby Pancake. He was running with the wolves. Where was Beatles? Learning to read from the talking dog, yeah. Where's Banknote? He runs his papa's company. Dark Lord Strides. He's a very naughty man. The life of hope we call the day. Of all the crimes, terrible and barbarous, meted out on the denizens of the Sword Coast, none have been as bloody nor as tactile as those atrocities committed by the first and cruelest empire of man, Old High Netheril. I was so surprised, by the way, for you to start a sentence like that and not end it with the dragon friends. (laughs) (laughs) I was genuinely, that was a real hook turn for me. (laughs) The Netherese, uh, the magisters of the Netherese empires were spellcasters with disdain for the mortal races and they show that disdain as cruel slavers and foul practices of genocide most foul for their crimes. They were buried under the weighted snow of Icewind Dale by an alliance sworn in sprung up in opposition to them never to be seen again but the fates have ways of making that which was meant to be buried come to light once more and you the dragon friends have found a dig site deep in the inhospitable snow of Icewind Dale where relics shards of old high netheril are once again coming to the surface but Surprise of surprises, you have found something even more sinister, even more wondrous. A mine where it seems that raw ingots of that precious substance, shardolin or spellstone, are being mined out of the very living rock of the spine of the world. You have found this due to the diligence of a Nightclaw ranger called Nicky Lanston, ex-associate and youngling blooded brother of you, Bobby Pancakes, in the times when you ran with the wolves of Barovia. This stone seems to um, be portentous, particularly to you, Bobby, to a vision that you received on the day of your initiation into the Night Claws, and it is something that you want most dearly if you have the means to get it. With the Dragon Friends, you make your way back to base camp where you find a very heavy barrel, barrel buried under some hard to pronounce bushes. It is time for action. It is time for a plan. I think we should rest here tonight. (laughs) (laughs) You fucking coward. And go in tomorrow when we're we're very in our tip-top shape. Everybody else feels very fresh and rested. Look, I'll be honest, though. I think he's a danger to himself and us. I mean, I thought I was someone called Frizo for a moment. I don't know why that happened. Hmm. I, I agree. And I guess that'll give me time to explain a few things. Yes. 
If you sleep for if you t- if you take about six hours, night will fall as well, and then it will be easier to be to slip in undetected. I have to say, if you wait for nightfall, you could make a small camp here. Yes, just cool. a small tasteful camp. You know, like um, a tent and a fire area. Abram and Puppy and Quickness gave you tents and wood and rations as well. How's your rash? Oh, can, um, can you have a look for me, actually? It's getting much worse. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah, it really it looks spreading. like a reaction to something. Yeah. Maybe being a huge baby. Yeah, Maybe it's think, nappy rash. Oh, that's funny. You know, I think uh, actually I... Me do kind of get this thing that mm-hmm. when uh, me around a huge pain in me ass, mm-hmm. me get rash. I already kind of did that joke about you being a baby, so you have you should have come up with a different one <laughs> <laughs> if if you wanted to zing me. But okay, well tell me one of your weaknesses. <laughs> <laughs> what, what? Guys, 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 guys. One Build? second, Build. Bobby. He has no weaknesses. Oh yeah. I punch you in the dick. <laughs> 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 All right, quickly make a dexterity save for me, opposed by your strength attack. <laughs> Ta-da. That's an 18, thank you, Dave. <laughs> All right, Nikki goes down. Sorry, uh, <laughs> you were saying. Okay, okay, Filge, Baston. You just got punched going, in the dick by a here. baby. And you hear it. <laughs> <laughs> and you hear it. He's, like, he's doubled over. He's like snapped in half, basically. But you hear like a real kind of wolfy growl coming out. Okay, put some snow on it. Walk it off. <laughs> Nikki, yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, you can put, you put it in there. <laughs> okay, dragon huddle. Dragon huddle. <sighs> okay. Bobby, your friend's kind of being a dick to Filch. Yeah, well, she's kind of being a dick to him. That's true also. No, me punchy dick to him. <laughs> good one. <laughs> that that yeah. is what happened. That is a good one. And it's it's comedy. <laughs> um, guys, look. What's, the, what's going on? Okay. You know, I died in space, right? Uh, yeah, ring bell. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> when... You died in space. There was a lot of stuff to deal with. And the Wolfen, and Nikki's one of them, they helped me deal with a lot of that stuff. Okay? But on top of all the dying in space stuff, like... Look, part of the initiation is you have a vision. And part of the vision that I got was that I think I know how to kill Strahd but (laughs) I'm going to be the one to do it and I'm also going to die in the process again? yeah in space? no this time maybe look I don't know the details (laughs) just let Filch do it then you don't have to die but then Strahd won't die himself and then we're back where we started again look I'm sorry if I have been Distant and a dick, but I'm not going to be around for very much longer. Not with that attitude. So let's just do what we need to do. Like, this metal is, is going to form a weapon that can kill Strahd. That is in the vision, that's the message. And it's going to be held by somebody who has. A crystal in their heart and that's me and like 
Wow. I have to get it. We have to do it. And like, maybe we can just undo some of the bullshit that we've kind of wrought along the way. It's kind of like our last dance. But will we get the repeat three-peat? <laughs> I don't know what that means. Yeah, maybe you just know I will be dead. Oh, what? Are you saying I'll come back to life again? Maybe. Yeah, that's what I meant, definitely. <laughs> well, no, what did you mean? Look, it's, uh... I've been having a rough time, too. <laughs> uh, Tell me about it. Well, I... I didn't die in space, but... You know, coming in touch with... You know, the things that I feel inside, I realized that I'm... There are things inside that I feel... And also... On the outside, there are things that are happening in the world. Okay, but don't, just don't say stuff for the sake of saying oh, stuff. Oh. I just wanted to get... I didn't want to... No, 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 no. Let him talk, Vilge. You're allowed to feel stuff. Yeah, I'm allowed to feel, Vilge. Bobby puts his arm around, I guess, Baston's waist. Yeah. <laughs> and they kind of sway. What, what are you feeling? Uh... No, I just wanted to be... I didn't want to feel left out. Listen, you stupid fucks. <laughs> no one's going anywhere. No one's getting killed. No one's even killing anyone. Well, let's just forget about it. Filch, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I left you on a boat. I died in space. Yes! I know, but... <laughs> That's like kind of a big deal, and I guess none of you really um, have like agreed with me on that. That's kind of why I probably keep saying it. We like, agree with you. We just don't get it. Yeah, if you die on Earth, you're gonna make a big deal out of that. <laughs> you know what? I promise I won't. You promise you won't die on Earth? No, I promise I won't make a big deal about it because I'll be dead. Well, because you made a pretty big deal about it this time, <laughs> yeah. so you've got to set a precedent. But Bobby is, but Bobby is already walking away from the two of you down the trail back towards Nikki. You really blew that baston. Yeah. <laughs> B- Bobby turns around and is like, and be nice to my friend. <laughs> wow, there's a lot of drama going on. <laughs> Look, who, I mean, what did Tank Tank even is do to sleeping us? like a baby, by the way. <laughs> you know, what's this? So sometimes we go off of these missions and I just feel like they get their own momentum and we can't even remember why we do. Like, why stride so bad anyway? Who knows? Who could remember? Let's just go home. Let's have a holiday. Let's get out of here right now. You know, we could we could go anywhere. Just you know, just us three, maybe maybe banknote, but you know. Probably not. <laughs> Look, I I also have trouble remembering things, but from what I can tell, home is full of vampires. Right? Like Daggerford was home. Yeah, vampires. Uh, vampires. Also, I'm from Barovia. Vampires. vampires. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we've got to get rid of the vampires. I think that's what this thing's about. Bobby's all like, I'm in the prophecy. I'm probably going to die. Yeah, who isn't in a prophecy? <laughs> <laughs> I wrote a prophecy in my mind, and it's amazing. <laughs> I can't tell you about it, or it won't come true. <laughs> <laughs> Down the trail, you can see that Nikki and Bobby have hit, have finished striking the camp and sticking the rest of their packs and the cart back onto Stubbsy the mule. 
the donkey that turned into a mule overnight <laughs> because of the magic of Icewind Dale. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's incredible, though. Margarita. <laughs> <laughs> that was very quick. <laughs> so what's the plan? When night falls, we will go into the mine. Okay, but I have, like, thought about this a lot. There's no time for that. <laughs> no, no, no. Let's hear, hear Nikki. What's your plan? Well, What's your plan? I'm just saying it's not the kind of place that we just storm into guns blazing. I'm... I made up what a gun is. <laughs> <laughs> no, we have, we have guns. Just in, then. We, we have guns in this world, unless Nikki's never seen a gun. Never seen a gun except in my vision. <laughs> <laughs> what a what a gun look like in your vision? It's a tube that shoots t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki Nikki points at the watchtower at the center of the mine outpost. So you're warning us not to go into a mine with your t-shirt tube blazing. Sorry. <laughs> Is this in the same vision where Nikki turned up to school naked? Mm-hmm. And then he imagined also in this dream mm-hmm. a t-shirt gun. Yeah, yeah. ironic, right? Mm. Yeah. Everyone, wow. ha- everyone everyone had the t-shirt except me. <laughs> it went thump to him and thump to her, and they covered their nakedness. But they weren't even naked to begin with, they just put on more clothes. You know? <laughs> Madam Draskov, what does this mean? <laughs> and she was like, oh, I'm so sorry, you got the pre-dream that makes no sense. Come here. <laughs> got to rewind it and clean. <laughs> Nikki points at the, as I said, there's a tower in the centre of the mine outpost. You can see, even in the evening, what little light that there is, you can see that there are two figures up there and what seems to be a giant spear-throwing baluster and there is also a signal flare launcher as well, uh, which I suppose looks much like a T-shirt cannon. (laughs) And he says, if they see anything, they fire flares. You see, you saw the main camp before. Commander Brightwell's men. He has fast, rapid dispatch troops he will send to any of the remote camps, the satellite camps, if they fire flares. We have to go in quiet. We could do quiet. Can you? (laughs) (laughs) Just, Just for me now, show me what quiet sounds like. I will give you... From now, go. Right now? Oh, my God. Okay. What's that? What are you doing? I'm making a quiet sound. But you could just not make a sound. Then how would you know me making it? Because I wouldn't be able to hear anything. Well, how would you know when me starting? But you could... Mm. Okay. Bobby, I want you to deal with this. Banknote, big yawn, you get up as well. You're up as well now. And you are no longer exhausted. Yes, oh, I'm feeling so refreshed. Are you all feeling great? Excellent. No, looks like there's some sort of drama that happens. Anyway, no time to explain. We've got a mind to blow up, I assume. <laughs> <laughs> so the aim is reconnaissance, information, and as much of this ore that we can carry out of this. Yes, the... Okay, I'm just going to do an intelligence check to see if Banknote, not Hing, but Banknote knows what the word reconnaissance means. He rolls a three, Dave. No, he is... <laughs> Uh, despite your time at the um, Academy of Sciences in Waterdeep, you have not come across the word you reconnaissance. You think it means... You think it's renaissance. I agree. It's important we have a fully rounded being. <laughs> <laughs> and he just starts setting up fireworks. <laughs> so, Dave. Yes. We can see the, f- 
the flare launches from yep. where we are. You can, but they're 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 about six hundred feet away. Uh, um, there's a tower. There is a small perimeter. Most of the people there are miners, and there looks like there's a small amount of guards. You are there any s- adults there just keeping watch? Any sorry? Any are adults? You, are you yeah. proud of yourself? Are you proud of yourself? Yeah, you like that? Is that the kind of jokes you want to do on this podcast? Do you feel like a big tough guy now from yeah, bullying poor Dave? That's funny. Poor Dave who just sculled a margarita while he's down. You feel cool? You big cool guy? You can see, so yeah, as I said, you can see two guards in the watchtower. You can also see a man in a um, quite shiny breastplate with a feather on a helmet down below talking to another guard. Take and him a, out. And a, and a big hulking figure, bigger than a man, uh, standing near the mic. How tall? It's eight feet. Oh, eight feet. Whoa. 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 <laughs> wow. I've learned something in four and a half fucking years. <laughs> Did you know that Andre the Giant was like seven feet six or something? He wasn't even that tall. No, that's fucking huge. <laughs> no, but like Yao Ming is like seven foot 18 or something. <laughs> <laughs> seven foot 36. Yeah. <laughs> Big. Anyway, I guess that's why they call him Andre the Giant. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> Puzzled over that for years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, six hundred so feet away. The question is, can do we want to sneak around, or do we need to take out the flares before we go in? So the the guards up there are, are trying to keep an eye on that. It's. Are you familiar with the concept of a watchtower? Uh, tell me more. Okay. Is it the magazine put out by Jehovah's Witnesses. <laughs> <laughs> Have are I got we, that right? Are we Jehovah's Witnesses? Sorry, I might be wrong. Across Sorry. to it? or yep, we... Yeah, you've climbed down the cliff top now, so you're about 600 feet away. You just need to follow the mountain range along. Remember, this was in the cleft of one of the mountains. I guess ideally, if we come and go without anyone realising we were here, that's the best case scenario. Well, what's the likelihood of that happening? We're wearing white parkas. Oh, that I forgot. We're invisible. Ooh. <laughs> okay. All right, let's do it. Let's sneak... So, uh, single file, all together, how does this work? Um, Dave, I'm going to put the crab into stealth mode. <laughs> Wait, the crab does not have a stealth mode. The crab is, remember, it's very quick to deploy, but the crab makes, it has the sound of a diesel engine roaring. Can I ask, <laughs> have I you opened that. the crab yet? Oh, no, I guess I haven't. Oh, fuck. I really... I should have waited till he opened it. Yeah. Because he didn't twink-twink. <laughs> it zapped his dick right off. <laughs> is it... Is, but is it... Because it's got sharp pincers, right? Yes. So is this like a lady in... Is, is a crab in the snow like a lady in high heels at a lawn wedding? Yeah, yeah. It would also... It, it, no, but it, it, it would... No, it's not. So it's... it's where you fall in? The crab, is, the crab is an all-terrain... The crab is an all-terrain vehicle. Mm. Yes. It can even cope in the snow, the crab, but oh. the sound of the crab is a constant diesel roar. Look, okay. as a failsafe, you could like have it ready to go and you could put the thing to your head and whoop, whoop, from wherever we are if we get into any trouble. What about if I head to the front and I try and sell them the crab as a distraction while you sneak in? It's a mechanical operation that we can be used in a mining uh, thing, you know? This is machinery. You need it for digging. Yeah. Uh, Nikki, what do you think about this plan? I am resigned to die tonight, so... <laughs> hey, okay, okay. okay, okay. well, look, if we're doing this the Dragon Friends way, I think we're probably best off shoving some T-shirts into the flare launchers so that if, they, if we do get into trouble and they want to launch the flares, they only launch T-shirts. Just like in my vision. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it meant. 
Okay, wait, can we? Okay, so Bobby, can you here take this blanket? Yep. And I'll take one, and we'll sneak to the flares, and then we'll fill the flares with the the, the flare launchers with the things. Yep. And then we'll go into the mine. Okay, but th- that's a, that is a watchtower inside the perimeter, in the center of the camp. Okay, so, different. But plan. No, 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 no. But I mean, it's nighttime. There are minimal patrols. It is yeah, possible. Yeah, you can decide. It's yeah, classic stealth mission stuff, yeah, guys. Yeah, stealth stuff. Someone's been playing some ghosts right. of Tsushima. Yeah, exactly. Just snippy snap. All right, we'll meet you. Climb, climb, triangle, 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 triangle. Stop! We'll meet you at the entrance to the mine. So you guys are going to go to the to the mine. You're going to try to sneak into the camp. Are you still doing your thing? Uh, uh no. we're going to go with uh, me and Banknote will go to the mine. Okay, so you're traveling along the side of the mountains, but outside the perimeter, so that you can. Fall. But are you keeping the crab on standby, so you can donk donk it into battle, or? Uh, well, I guess I can't move the crab without the donkey yeah, or the yeah, mule. Yeah, yeah, create the distraction. No, I can't move the crab without the mule, can I, Dave? Yeah, yeah, but the mule is a single mule, and as long as you stay, you know, 120 feet away, you can get much, much closer Great. to the camp. Yeah, okay, we'll take. Yeah, we'll t- I'll take the mule and okay. the crab. I'd like you guys to make a stealth check with advantage because you're undercover. The it's nighttime. Strongest. Just one. Mule. One is fine. Uh, yeah, smashed it. Yep. What, well, when you say you, when you say yeah, I smashed it. I got eighteen plus my stealth. Okay, so that's fine. I only got nine. It's all right. It's all right. I asked Hing to roll it, so we're all good. I don't know why I suggested Baston for this mission. He's are not you very the, stealthy. Wait, are you the stealth operative? Well, I just You're not sending Bobby Pancakes the rogue. Yeah, I'll just I'll go with them, and Bobby can no, go. No, that's. But if, is, are you? I like well, the way that Baston realizes he's like, I'll go, and then takes one step and like steps on a tuba or something. <laughs> <laughs> so, ah, many, Bobby. <laughs> so many tubas. <laughs> okay, so this is your moment, Bobby. In that case, roll for me a solo stealth check. 21. 21. So, Bobby, that was your first check to get to the perimeter. You sneak forward a white uh, blur on the snow as you make your way past the perimeter, and now you are standing right up against the fence. You can see from this point you can burrow under the snow and get inside the camp, but you can also see a conversation that the plumed officer is having with another one of the guards. Do you feel like a big man? <laughs> Do you feel, does that make you feel good, slacking off? Is that what this is? Oh, no. Well, then why'd you slack off? Oh, I just was a bit tired. Was you tired, were you? Yeah, I, t- I worked a well, lot. Why didn't you have a, why didn't you have a nice nap? Well, 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 that's what I did. I did. T- I took a nap. Well, all you need to do is you come to me yep. and you say, Captain Jandal. Yes, Captain Jandal. <laughs> you say, Captain Jandal. Captain Jandal. I'm a bit sleepy. I'm a bit sleepy. And then I'll go, all right. Off I go then. No, you better <laughs> say it to me. Yeah, I just did. Okay, but let me finish. Okay. All right. Go and have a nap! Alright. Off I go. <laughs> and so the only guard on watch. <laughs> goes and has a nap? Yes, learning called leadership! And then he stands there wondering what he did. It's like <laughs> Is now opposite is Officer Jandal now on watch? Yeah! Alright, so the only person on watch is now Officer Jandal. <laughs> Okay, is and so oh, and the guys in the in the watchtower, right? Oh, him that was also. the guy on the that was the guy on the gate. And so the flares are in the watchtower. That's correct. The top. Okay, um, can I scale the outside? Yeah, you you can. So you got you got a, one more self check. We'll get you to the foot of the tower. Uh-oh. That's a one, but I can roll again because I'm He's a lucky. boy. That's a fifteen. Fifteen. Okay, so you you start to wriggle under the snow, but you your white parker gets caught on the wire and the, and the claws that are built into the emergency perimeter and you hear a loud rip noise that Jandal n- notices as well. What? 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 Um, I guess I'll cast Disguise Self okay. as um, the 
officer who just um, <laughs> went to have a nap. <laughs> he just went to have a nap. <laughs> okay, great. You instantly cast disguise self. Yep. Um, and I'll um, you make a perception check for Jandal. Yep, he fails. Go on. Okay. Well, then I'll, I'll just. Can I still like try and sneak? <laughs> you just buried up. No, like so he walks around and he sees the the guard that was that he told to go have a nap, um, half under the fence, with his coat ripped open by the bottom of the fence. Coleman. Sir. Coleman! Captain, yes. What are you, what are you doing? I told you to have a nap, not have a rip of your, sh- your, your, your shirt. I've plunged myself in the snow to refresh and reinvigorate myself because I am ashamed at my sleepy behaviour. Well, that's not what I said at all. I'm doing leadership. I'm taking initiative. Mm. <laughs> did, I ins- did I inspire that? Okay, while that conversation is happening, Jandal has walked... The rest of the dragon friends are about 100 feet away from the gate and you can see that the only guard at the gate, a plumed-hatted officer, has walked around the fence and for a moment, the gate is empty. Can we <laughs> run in as fast as we can? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can if you want. Are you trying to be sneaky because you're making that noise? Yeah, we're all yeah. making wind noises. Is that your legs in the, in the, like, the park of fabric? Nasty yeah. yeah. pants. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, and uh, we take, we'll take the, the donkey in as well. Wait, no, hang on. <laughs> uh, it's a very stealthy donkey. Paint this visual why picture for bring, me. Why did you bring the donkey? Because the donkey has the apparatus on top Do of it. Do you want to stay with the apparatus where the other two run in? Okay, I'll stay with the apparatus. All right, we'll just hide. Bury yourself under the snow. No, I'm not burying myself under get the snow. Get in the snow and I'll fucking bury you I'm in the snow. Get in the I'm snow. Get in the snow. I'm not going in the snow. Get in the snow. You can't make me go in the snow. And get in the snow. You're not my real death, Aston. Make it. <laughs> make dexterity tests, both of you. I'm... Oh, two, that's not good. Okay, and Filch? Uh, Five. Me? Eight. Uh, I, yeah, 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 I got a big old 15. Okay, so Filge races in, seeing an opening, and races through the gate, and there is, she makes a tiny little bit of noise, but she gets behind one of the tents, and at that moment, um, Jandal suddenly hears something, turns, but Filge has already hidden herself. As he walks, he realises, clocking, that he's left the gate open. Oh, gosh, Coleman, I've got to be honest with you. I really, I really let you have it, but... Having just done this gig for, for about a minute and a half, it's very complicated. So I just want to say that having... Um, While he's saying this, he's locking the gate again. Having, you know, uh, walked a mile in your shoes is a, in, in a way, um, that it's difficult and I respect you for doing it. Thank you, sir. Are we standing at the gate and this So things? now... No, no, no. Phil's dexterity was to see who had the initiative to actually run through. Oh. So Phil is now hiding behind a tent. Captain Chandel is standing in front of the locked gate. The gates are locked now. Baston is burying Banknote in the snow for reasons no, no, that makes... No, no, I'm not allowing that. I beat him in a dexterity okay, check. Baston yep. and Banknote are rolling around in the snow. And Bobby... Um, Jandal nods at you, sort of confused, and then walks back to his foreman's office, a sort of demountable on the side of the camp. Um, I'll take the keys then, sir. I'm back on watch. You can count on me. You don't, you don't have the... You don't have your keys? You'll make a deception check. He's pretty stupid. That's a 17 plus... Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, no. I mean, that'll make sense because I give... And then... Yeah. Yeah, 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 And sir... Be, uh, be careful with these. They're the only ones I've got. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for inspiring me. Not just today, but every day with your leadership. That's so... Fucking nice. <laughs> I fucking love Captain Jandal. <laughs> I'm gonna, re- I'm gonna remember that. 
<laughs> I will. I really will. Okay. <laughs> he walks He walks over to his foreman's office, reaches down for his ring of keys, looks at the door, and then smashes a window and walks yeah. inside. <laughs> yeah. 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 Do I? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, have I clocked? Have I clocked where Filge is? Sorry. Have I clocked where Filge is? Yeah, you saw Filge because you saw this all happen over his shoulder. I'm gonna throw her the keys. Does Filge know that it's you? <laughs> Regardless, she'll have the keys. That's true. Okay, so yeah, Filge, one of the other guards. You've seen him use his disguise magic before, but one yeah. of the other guards throws you the keys. Yep, I got a 14. You grab them, and what are you gonna do? I'm gonna make my way up the watchtower. Okay, make a deception. One more stealth check because. You're trying to get around the scouts. That's a... Sorry, did you say deception? No, a stealth. Stealth. Uh, That's 22. Okay, great. So you start to scale the watchtower. What are you going to do, Phil? From the outside. Yeah, that's what I figured. Yeah, yeah, cool. Uh, Also, can you make for me an athletics check? That was the deception component. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. That's a one. I can roll that again. Halfling nimbleness. Uh, that's a three. <laughs> All right, it's going to take you a long time, so we're going to go to Filch. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm going to um, try and open the gate. Yep. So is the, is the gate far from the entrance of the... Uh, no, you're standing the, right. The you're standing right near the gate, but don't forget that you're very conscious of the fact that the watchtower is manned. Yes, I know. And uh, the tent. Can I sort of see any shadows inside it? <laughs> there is a sleeping identical. There is an identical soldier inside it. You can see by just peeking inside that looks identical to the soldier that just threw you the keys. Who is um, putting in his AirPods, <laughs> just getting ready to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> It's magical sending stone AirPods. Mm-hmm. What's he listening to as he goes to sleep, Dave? Uh, Neutral Milk Hotel. <laughs> <laughs> the, Man. Fun fact, the band Neutral Milk Hotel exists across all known universes. <laughs> um, can I sneak in and... Um... True Neutral Milk Hotel. There you go. That's... <laughs> I was wondering if you were going to go with that or... New True Milk Dimension Hotel. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there were options there. There and were they're options. all hilarious. Yeah. So, so good. it's really oh, just man. a crapshoot as to which I'd uh, opt for. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you had a question, Alex? Yeah. Um, I Can I sneak inside the tent and... Um, Make a stealth check. And, yeah. and do a murder? Do a murder. That's what you were thinking. Go on, treat yourself. Do a little murder. <laughs> oh, no. Four. Okay, you walk in, and as soon as you do, um, as soon as you walk in, giant half-orc that you are, the guard snaps his eyes open and looks at you, and you have a second to act. Um, I tackle him to the ground, like smothering him with my body. Opposed, opposed strength. He rolls in. <laughs> Make an attack quickly. Uh, yep, I did it. I got 12 plus what, four? Okay, great. Um, you dive forward, you pin him to the ground, and you clamp your hand over his mouth. 
And then I don't take my hand off <laughs> until he's still. Okay, so that's that's. <laughs> Wait, so you're gonna use an airtight grip to suffocate him? Why you use some very big hands? Mm. That was like very close to like the journalistic use of like passive voice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're going to staring him in the eyes. You obstruct his his nose and mouth until he goes still. What, that, what neutral milk hotel song is playing in his ear? <laughs> it's, it's in an airplane over the sea, so it's like it's nice. It's a nice there one to go there out. There are worse ways to go. Worse ways to go. Meanwhile, uh, Bobby and uh, no, no, not Bobby and Baston, banknote and Baston. Too many bees in this. You have lost contact with the others. It's now been a couple of minutes. You're getting nervous. You saw that the door was locked after Field ran in. What do you do? Did Field open the lock to the gate? No, I was on my way. I'm inside the tent. Oh, sorry, Nikki is what? Like just with Bobby, maybe? Nikki um, is is also sneaking in, and he is. Oh yes, in fact. Nikki went in with Bobby, won his stealth checks as well, and also won his athletics check. So he's up higher. Bobby, with advantage, make one more athletics check. That's a... With advantage. Yeah, that's 10. Um, okay. Oh, do you have acrobatics? Oh, yeah, I do. Okay, well, you can do that. Uh, it's 18. Okay, great. Um, so lever- leveraging yourself on Nikki's hand, you swing yourself up. You're now at the top, just holding onto the rim of the tower. you above the sign, side of the perimeter. Alex? Yep. I'm shuffling in the tent towards the gate. Wait, you're shuffling the whole tent over? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm tiptoeing in the tent. Holding a still warm body, you're yeah. lifting up the tent and then moving it step by now, step. Now, is he definitely dead? He we just went still. So he's, be, he's in the process of asphyxiation. So He's Katie. Bo- Bobby and... Um, Bobby, you're, you're now up on uh, holding on to the rim with Nikki on the other side of the tower and you can see Banknote and Baston... You can see by the light of the moon the sh- a shape you assume is Bobby Banknote almost scaling the tower. The door is still locked. Bobby Pancakes, but it's fine. What I say? Bobby Banknote, which is a fun slash. That's so weird. What is going on in my mind? Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, Banknote, do you want me to give you a leg up? No, 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 no. We will wait here. All right. In, in the, the snow? Get in the snow. No, I'm not getting in the snow. Get in the snow. I'm not getting okay, in the snow. I'm actually going to snow. <laughs> All right. Uh, Filge, the body goes limp, and then you are now by the gate. I unlock it. Okay, while you are doing that. And I go... So they know it's me. here from, like, up the tower. <sighs> Nikki and Bobby, you are now at the top of the tower, holding on to the rim. Dude, can we... Are they... Are the... The um, flare guns overhanging, or can we like stuff them from the outside? No, no. The flare gun—it's essentially it's a mortar. But it's actually an attachment on the baluster, and it's it's got a mortar attachment that fires the flare. Is there anybody manning it? There is. There's... Yeah, there's two archers, two men with crossbows. Kill them. <laughs> Slit their throats. Kill them all. They're probably not good people. Yeah. And you can hear them having a slow conversation. Oh! <laughs> oh. Hey! Oh, Starlight Express is my favourite musical. You like a Starlight Express? Oh, it's so good. I Everyone's like a Phantom. Oh, the Phantom of the Opera. No. No, you know, it's so good. Not the comics. What? I like the Phantom comics. Oh, that's stupid. There's 
not Oprah and that one, they're just on an island. Okay. I think we're talking at cross purposes. <laughs> cross purposes. Yes, Bobby. No. Opera in phantom. <laughs> what do you do, Bobby? Um, I guess I'll make a sign. Nikki says, how do you want to play this? I, I, sh- oh, I think we'll probably make a shared sign. I hope no one murders us tonight. <laughs> oh, it would be my most sincere wish. I think it's just like a... A slitting the throat kind of. Slit throat to, to kill him? Like okay. flip up and like cool, okay. like yeah, same yeah, time. Just high five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> so it'll be to swing up on either side behind the other. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, slit their throats. Sneak attack. All right, that's a sneak attack. Yeah, make the attack right now. Yeah, right. That's a seven plus. What do what? I get for sneak attack? Uh, your attack roll plus forty-six. To, yeah. With your dagger plus seven. Seven. So. Whatever you roll. Uh, so 14. Dave, not for nothing, but Nikki just rolled a nat 20. Uh oh. <laughs> okay, great. All right. So, Bobby, how much did you, damage did you do? Oh, I haven't done the damage yet. Armor class 14. Yeah, you hit. Yeah. Okay, so first of all, I'll describe why you're rolling that. Um, Nikki, you jump forward on your powerful squat little hands, land with no sound despite a quite tall anime style leap. You, you land behind one of the archers. Yeah. And there you is a sound, by the way, because he can't roll. help himself. He's like. That is how you be silent. Oh wait, fuck! And as the archer suddenly hears that, he starts to turn around as you, as Nikki grabs his head with both hands and gives it a sharp twist, and you hear a crack, and the first archer goes down. How much damage did you do? Twenty points of damage. Okay, twenty points of damage. At the same time, the other archer tries to turn around as Bobby comes out like a streak of lightning and stabs him in the midsection, and he sc- tries to scream in pain. Ah, my midsection! But as he does that, as he does that, Nikki. Punches him in the neck, um, which cuts out the volume of the scream. Make a deception check. Deception? Deception? Deception. That's a um, 22. Okay, Jandal still doesn't hear it, but you guys all notice this. Filch, what do you do? You've, the, at this point, the door swings open. Um, are they running? Are they running towards me? No. So, a- so the gate of the camp opens directly into a tent. <laughs> I, I, I guess yeah. <laughs> mm. It's like a shit escape room mm. I mean hello? I pull open the door like, I guess slide open the, the door of the tent oh, To let Phil. them in yeah. Hello <laughs> I don't remember this being here <laughs> What are the odds? Baston Oh is, you've killed a man This is <laughs> We have started combat Just so you oh, understand And it's Baston's action But who's there to kill? Yeah no one I'm, I'm in, in, I'm in a tent Yeah 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 But I still need you to know Jandal's still in his tent There's a big figure near the mines There's other miners around Alright You Back. don't need to attack every Back turn Baston get in the tent Okay. Alright, I've got Donkey's this. Donkey's in the tent as well. Wait, hang on. <laughs> he, d- he did say it is, so no, I guess it is. No, you know what? I've been, I've been very negative about it, but you've brought a whole tent. As long as you're willing to travel in the tent, you can move a donkey and a cart yeah, look, around the, the There's camp. four of us. We'll yeah. each take a corner. Yeah, Don- Donkey's got a corner may, too. With advantage, make a quite hard difficulty check. A difficulty check? Yeah, DC Self? 20. What? What? Deception. What? Oh, right. We're trying to move a tent very stealthily with through a donkey this. inside. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, twenty. You rolled a twenty. Seventeen plus three is oh twenty. Oh my god! Okay. <laughs> and you got. I got eighteen. Is, is Jandal just staring out the window, being like, "Is that?" He's like, "Do I?" Um. <laughs> oh, actually. Oh. Uh, 
Mm. Yeah, Jandal still, <laughs> still hasn't called the alarm, which means that it's now Bobby's but his turn. his hand's like there on the alarm. He's like, do I... The, the archer pulls out, yep. a, pulls out a dagger and attacks you, Bobby, and he rolls a 16. Is that hit? Oh, Bobby didn't kill the guy? No, he's still alive. Oh. Uh, wait, what? A 16. Does a 16 hit? Um, can I do um, halfling nimbleness? Uh, sure. Okay. What does that mean? And that means I get half uh, damage. It's not. It's a dagger. It's not oh, going to be a strong attack. I think you just got stabbed, bro. Right, let's just say you get hit. You no, take I'm getting dodge. I get half the half the attack. Okay, you ah. take three points of damage. Okay. And now Nikki. Uh, Nikki just uh, uses his um, makes uh, an attack. Yeah. Uh, Sixteen plus four, twenty. Twenty. Yep, that hits. Um, and with because Bobby's in front of him, it's a sneak attack, and he does another 13, 17 points of damage. And the second archer goes down. You hey, guys see this is what happens when you run with the wolves, like. Clockwork. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry I'm a little rusty. I died in space, so, you know. Well, the company you keep, I'm not surprised. Okay, lay off. Okay, well, you lay off. What do you want to do with the mortar and the baluster there? So we'll uh, remove the mortar from the... um, Wait, the... The mortar is built into it. You can you can pull the sort of firework payload yeah, out of the yeah, mortar. Yeah. Um, Nikki takes like a kind of he's got a tunic yep. like out of a bag, and he just shoves it in the thing. I can see, yeah. you see that's his own tunic. Yeah, it's he's like still a spare. got it. No, 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 no. He does He didn't bring stuff with him. They left all this stuff. Okay, yeah, he's got his, yeah. So you pull off your tunic. You've still got your cloak, and he stuffs yeah. it and he and he wedges it yeah. into the mortar. All right, I'm going to take the explosive payload out. Yep. And put it in my... It's essentially a stick of dynamite. Yeah. So you take that yep. as well. All right, by now the tent has very slowly is bumping up against the foreman's office. Is that Jandals? Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, I'm going to cast Disguise Self on myself. <laughs> okay. No, you know what? I'm not going to do that. I'm going to take the clothes <laughs> from the dead guard and put them on. <laughs> okay. And Phil, then... So you got, you, got, you got naked while Filge and Bastard... Okay, look. Nobody look. Okay, nobody look. <laughs> Turn around, look at the corners, everybody. And you too, donkey. No one look at my shame. All right, you are now you are now dressed as one of the frontier mercenaries guarding okay, this camp. I'm going to bring the donkey and the barrel to Jandal's office door. Uh, <laughs> knock? Knock, knock. Excuse me, sir. Excuse me. <laughs> okay, great. So you, you just, I want to stop you. You knock on the door and Jandal opens the door into a tent. Oh, I, th- I imagine we were like, I imagine we were back a bit or whatever. Yeah. No, I think I think. You said flush. Yeah, you oh, said flush. Okay. So he's, he's into a tent and inside the tent, standing at the door is one of his guards. Behind that is a half orc and baston and a donkey and a cart with a barrel. <laughs> and a body. And a body, Dave. A, a naked and body. A naked with a face body. he recognises all too well. No, it's face down, face down. Oh, did you make the body turn over to not look at your shame when you got dressed? Yeah, look at me. You can see my shame from beyond the grave. Um, <laughs> excuse me, sir. Can I help you? Yes. Make a deception check. Another hard deception check. Uh, 18 is what I got. <laughs> 15 plus 3. Excuse me, sir. Uh-huh. I was wondering if you could help me. Uh-huh. I heard from head office sure. that some of... I've already succeeded in the deception. No, I've no, already no. succeeded you, in the deception. You, you got 18. No, so, so, and, I, and a hard is technically a 20. It's so close that it, he doesn't immediately no, like jig to this, but he's going to ask you about everything he sees that's suspicious. Okay. You have to have an answer for everything. Okay. Um, sir, I got this barrel here from head office and I can't seem to open it. Could you try and... Um, Who's that? My name? No. 
Well, yeah, we'll let's start that. that. Let's start with that. What's your name? My name is Jooves. <laughs> and who's she? Again, he's wearing a name tag that says Coleman. <laughs> uh, no, uh, that is one of the prisoner half-orcs. <laughs> Do it. Who I've turned into one of our informants. You... Well, that... Is above and beyond because I don't think we had that. We did not have that program. We are miners. I have a couple more questions. Bill's just suddenly starts walking slowly towards him and going, What a beautiful face. Where found in this place? That is circling all around the sun. As she clams her hand on his mouth. He starts trying to sing with you as you sing softly, Filge. After about 10 or 11 seconds, he starts trying to pull away from your hand as you clamp more firmly on. (laughs) He begins to jerk in panic as he tries to get away from you as you walk him into the back wall of his head office as he frantically starts slapping on the wall, trying to grab his rapier on a table, slamming it over to the side, tears pouring down his eyes as he entreats you, sentient being to sentient being, worker to worker, to just let him live. Maybe he could be an ally to you. And finally, his eyes roll up in his head and he slumps down to the ground. Okay, that's done. That is for some reason genuinely upsetting. Yeah. All right, the um the blocking that one out. <laughs> Very quickly, um, inside the head office, you see a big table. You see some papers that look like plans and diagrams, and you see a locked iron chest and a simple bed. Mm. Oh, bed. <laughs> uh, what do the plans look like? The, the plans are diagrams of what looks like a city of ziggurats mm. with placements in circles around it. It, it looks like plans of the dig, the giant dig site you saw okay, before. And then instructions, instructions as well. There's a, a letter. Oh. It's got a se- it's a broken seal. The seal says B, uh, B crossed in a W. B crossed in a W. Yeah. But a B with a W superimposed over it. But W, but. Wednesday. It's broken, so you can read it if you but want. Wednesday. I'll look at you later. All right. <laughs> okay, so um, and what's in the chest? Uh, the chest is locked. You, you I can take it open. Bam. Seven. Uh, All right. You seven. hurt your foot. <laughs> no, plus six. Yeah, you can't kick a locked chest open. I try open. again. Sixteen. <laughs> you babe. can't kick a locked 22. chest open. Twenty-two. Do you want me to do it again? Can I can I try and pick the lock? Yes, you can. I'll use my artifice tools. Uh, 17. All right, you snap it open, and inside you see what looks like brilliant, um, jagged pieces of a incredibly shiny uh, metal. Uh, metal. It's not. They're not ingots. They're like jagged spikes of this metal. And as one of them catches the light, a flash of purple uh, comes off it. Spiky nugs. It's the stuff. It's the shardolin. There's quite a there's, there's a, I would say there's a there's a few pounds of it. There's like enough to make something with. All right, I, well I, let's take I, this with pocketing. us. I'm, I'm taking it all. I'm taking all right, you grab the chest. Meanwhile, up in the tower, all. you suddenly notice commotion, Bobby, as uh, coming out of the mine is that big eight-foot figure that you saw before, which you now realize is a large ogre, and he's dragging behind him 
um, casually a, what looks like a crossbow that was once a war machine, like once a baluster that he's using as a crossbow. Whoa. And he shouts out, Jandal! Jandal, I've been thinking about all the motivational things <laughs> that you told me uh, about believing in myself and not, not letting people push me around. And I just want to say that I think you're right. But where are you, Jandal? Um, I'm going to do, can I do a performance check? Yep. It's a 13 plus 6. Yep. Um, so I'm going to try and mimic Jandal's voice. Okay. I'm up here. Hey. I'm proud of you. What? I'm proud of you. That is so fucking nice. <laughs> I can't. I'm going to remember that. And I'm going to remember this. But bud... What? It's night time. Yeah? Rest your pretty little head. You deserve it. You've come a long way. All right, well, I guess I'll turn in. And he goes to the <laughs> foreman's office where he sleeps. <laughs> Why sleep in the foreman's office? No, no, his tent is right next I door. I nightmares! His, his tent is right next door, but he is now heading right towards the exit. So he will see the giant tent. What do you do, the rest of you in the foreman's office? I want to go out the window. Okay, make stealth checks for me. Yeah, we will try and go out the window. She smashed. She smashed it to open yeah, the yeah, door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Everybody make a stealth check. Just the, that's for kids getting out. Mm, Ooh, nine. An 11 for me. Nine, 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 nine. Hot three. All right, as <laughs> all three of you <laughs> are trying to get out. We bump into yeah. the- <laughs> <laughs> None of you can get out. Um, and suddenly, uh, <laughs> um, um, Grizak suddenly looks up um, and, and he says, Oi, what's going on in there? I am a prisoner. You got me. This doesn't sound right at all. And he's, guards! And he shouts and you can see more figures coming out of the mines as oh, he, no. levels, he levels his giant war machine at all of you. And he says, come out of the, uh, come out of the captain's office one at a time. Hands up. Okay, I'll go first. While I'm- you're doing this, Bobby, you're noticing Nikki makes a signal at you and starts... Um, slings himself over the side of the tower and jumps onto a nearby bit of building, uh, like um, construction equipment, on the side to the side of the ogre. Mm. Mm. He's also regretting um, taking his tunic off because <laughs> it's quite cold. I don't quite understand why he took his tunic off. I didn't off. think about. I was trying to just block the pipe, but I f- thought uh, it's a smarter thing. Very was... pointy nipples. Anyway. <laughs> Um, Dave, I'm going to walk towards um, the ogre dude with my hands up. So the, the door swings open and Baston comes out with his hands yeah, up. Yeah, with, with his hands up. He's, he, as, as you take two steps out, he goes, that's enough, the rest of you. Yeah, yeah. Can you see the body of Jandal from the door being... Not yet, not okay. yet. But I want to attack him with a flurry of blows. Well, okay, but you're 40 feet away from him. Oh, that's too far. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you going to do? Um, I'm going to do step of the wind so I can dash as a bonus action. All right, you dash? Yeah, towards him. Okay, so, you, so you're going to just immediately dash at him? Yeah, and, and kick him in the head. Fly okay. kick him. You dash at him, and with his giant repeater crossbow, uh, make for me quickly a dexterity save. Uh, no. I don't think I will, Dave. Um, oh, 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 that's not enough. That's that's bad. I rolled poorly, Dave. All right, you take 21 points of damage, Baston. No, 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 no,
You take 21 points of damage wait, wait, uh, as 21. he fires a shot um, and, it, and you sprawl against a barrel, breaking it, and he goes, oh, and you fall down to the ground, momentarily winded. The rest oh. of you, out of the out of the house now. 21, that's a lot. Yeah, it's a oh. huge war machine. 40. Oh boy, oh boy. And he cocks it. It's got it's double barreled, and there's a still one more arrow in the shot um, inside it. The rest of you, out now, or your friend gets the other arrow. I hold Jandal <laughs> in front of my body. That's a human oh, yeah. shield. Yeah. <laughs> Dead body of Jandal. <laughs> okay, so you walk out very slowly, holding a slightly limp body. Yep. And I cast Friends. Okay, <laughs> friends. On the ogre. All right. So I get it. I get charisma at something. Uh, yeah, you have advantage on all charisma checks, so that just gives you advantage. He's. This is already quite hard, but you will get a reroll now. Now try and use your charisma. What are you? What's your play here? Snow police. What? <laughs> Snow police. What? We found this body of this man. Me believe <gasps> he belonged to your camp. That's. Jandal. That's what I was trying to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Make for me a charisma with advantage. DC 20 again. Wait. Oh, uh, no. Nah. only got 13. The snow police came by just two <laughs> hours ago. <laughs> You're in the wrong place in the wrong part of the world. You're going to die here in the Dale. You understand that? You're going to die and no one's going to know in this desolate place alone. And as he says that, Nikki is getting up, Bobby, and you can see he's about to pounce. And he very slowly takes his crossbow as he walks over until he's pointing it at Baston's head. And just as he's about to pull the trigger, Nikki jumps at um, at Grizak and rolls a two. <laughs> And Grizak spins around with his last arrow in his um, war machine crossbow and rolls a 19. And <laughs> wait, who's he shooting? He spun around at Nikki, oh. and he plucks Nikki out of the sky, shooting him through his midsection and pinning him against the war machine uh, through his naked torso. <laughs> Um, giving you all a moment suddenly to act as you scurry back into the snow as the rest of the miners... Bobby, be honest, how bad is it? <laughs> His hand is hanging limply. Is, am I above still? You're he's, still above. But he, he's pinned to the guard tower? No, he looks up at you. Grizak is trying to reload his bow. Um, I will uh, crossbow him. Grizak. It, you can, but he... That's a 14. Yep. Plus four- 7. 14 plus 7, 21 hits. Yep. Um, that's a s- 5 damage. Okay, cool. Uh, you do 5 points of damage to him as he howls in pain, but he keeps loading his crossbow. It's going to take a second for him to load the crossbow. Can I, can I attack him now, full of arrows? You, I mean, you no, you can't. You're too winded. The rest what? of you, I suppose, can. But you also have an opportunity if you want to get out. Oh, oh! you want us to run away? Is that what no, you want? No, I, I don't want you to. You can stay, but remember, um, there are miners coming out of the cave. Oh, yeah. It's really, it's up to you. Ooh. I'm going to get my moon touch sword, and I'm going to shine it at Nikki. Oh, that's a cool idea. You're going to hit him with the moon touch sword? Yeah. All right, so as you pull out your sword, you're going to have to wait for your next, okay. next encounter. Uh, so first of all, these guys get an opportunity. If you want to, Alex or, or Hing? Well, actually, I'm... I'm 
I'm feeling a really, really itchy. It's really, really yeah. getting to me. It's actually, <laughs> it's actually got to where it's so annoying. It's actually making me quite angry. Yeah. And I go into a rage. You go into a rage. All right, so Filch, you go into a rage. Banknote, what are you doing? Beep, beep. Beep, beep. And roars and clicks as the articulating claws of the banknote apparatus come to life. Once again, the dragon friends are ready to take the fight to stride at last in the icy depths of Icewind Dale, where they will take out Grizzak and perhaps an entire encampment of miners as Officer Jandal's body lies broken on the ground. Corman's body lies broken on the ground and unbeknownst to the dragon friends, bleeding out even as he transforms the light of celestial lunar fierceness, the power of the night claws themselves already fading from his eyes as above, Nikki Lanston slowly succumbs to the ice and horror and pain of his wounds, just as the old prophecy said, naked, surrounded by miners. <laughs> Thank you! The Dragon Friends are Alex Lee, Eden Lacey, Simon Griner, and Michael Hinn. Our Dungeon Master is Dave Harmon with NPC voices provided by Ben Jenkins and live accompaniments by Tom Cardi. Shakira Khan designs our website. The podcast is edited, mixed, and mastered by me, Hugh Guest, and this week's episode was recorded live at the Vanguard in Sydney. Until next time. Where's Best He was training in the jungle, bobbing pancakes. He was running with the wolves. Where was Beatles? Learning to read from the talking dog, yeah. Where's Banknot? He runs his papa's company. Dark Lord Strike. a very naughty man. Finally together. The life of hope we call the Dragon Friend. Debbie, wherever you are in the building, stop airdropping me photos. <laughs> What's it a photo of? That was a photo of uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger with his head smushed and before, as a baby, and before it was a photo of Mark Bonanno for some reason. Stop it! Hey Ben, get off your phone. No, yeah. I my notes my iPad. Put it on, put it on I airplane. I put it on airplane mode. No. <laughs> okay, well she's got something important to send me. She's got something uh, the last one was that picture of Arnold Schwarzenegger as a baby. Again. Yep, again. <laughs> so that's it. What? No, I just... I sent the important one. Uh-huh. It's the same photo, damn it! <laughs> Airplane mode. All right, that's about enough of that. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.